Hey there, welcome everyone uh, to this another show, episode number six with Dr. Aniket Banvi. Actually, Dr. Aniket Banvi, as we know, is a naturopathy and yoga specialist doctor, and he's attended numerous international conferences and has been a speaker on topics of health, naturopathy, yoga, and wellness. In this episode, we'll be discussing about dinacharya or daily routines for youngsters. So, welcome to the show, Dr. Aniket Banvi. Thank you. Thank you for having me here once again. Pleasure, pleasure. So uh, let me begin by asking you this. Uh, what is the role of naturopathy for helping youngsters with heartaches or stress, uh, maybe stress at work or in social circles? So this is a very interesting topic uh, which you brought up, uh, especially the stress part, because when I'm reading various medical literature, what they say is that most of the lifestyle diseases stems from 80 to 90 percentage of people being stressed and chronically stressed. So we need to also understand that stress is something which is not harmful. What it does is that if it is acute in nature for a short duration, it is being beneficial. We also say it, uh, that it helps in doing certain activity and it also motivates you. It also puts you on your feet and helps you in working day to day activities. Now, when does it cause problem? It causes problem when there is a continuously uh, human beings being stressed. Now, how does that happen? What happens is that when you're working in your space and when you are somewhere, you're constantly thinking of something which is burdening you and we are not venting out that one. So what happens is that when a person is stressed, his sympathetic activity, as we know that autonomic nervous system is one of the ingrained uh, system in our body, which has parasympathetic activity and sympathetic activity. Parasympathetic helps in relaxing and, uh, you know, digestion and most of uh, it helps us in being calm and also being focused and helps us in many other things. Now, what happens in sympathetic is it increases the flight or fright mode. And when we are on that, it increases the number of cortisol, which is also tend to be said as the stress hormone, but it is beneficial for many other activities like being, you know, active and utilizing this, what it increases your glucose level, it increases your heart rate so that it provides the, all the, you know, uh, proper nutrients to the blood, uh, from the blood to all the parts of the body. Now, this, when it happens very, uh, every now and then, again and again, again and again, and you are not discharging or utilizing this energy which is being given to you, and that increases the increased blood glucose, they will increased heart rate, high blood pressure. All this stress is caused because we are not taking any action and we are not, we don't know the certain right tools to manage our stress when we are out there. And... Uh, there is a small anecdote which says that there were two friends and what did they do is that they were walking in the forest and um, one happened to, you know, they they came across a forest and there was a tiger or lion which came by and they got to know. And one happened to stand still there itself. He was stunned and the one other person, he ran. Both the people are in a stress situation. One utilize the energy one did not and froze there itself. It might be a circumstances, both might happen, but that is what we are supposed to do. In today's time and scenario, we are standing still. We are not 
utilizing the energy we are not utilizing stress which is being produced in our body now that is why we see there is a breathlessness uh, people get anxious and they have uh, you know they feel like uh, they are in a claustrophobic condition they feel like uh, lack of breath all these things tend to happen when they are in today's time and scenario and that is why people say that i'm anxious i'm stressed uh, this work is driving me crazy all these things are seen because we don't know the certain tools to calm our mind or calm the stress levels from our body now how do we do that that is the next part which comes to us so you need to practice various breathing techniques because as i was speaking in our previous uh, episode that you know um, breathing is one thing which is most underrated and it is the most beneficial tool to calm your nerves because it has a direct link with your parasympathetic and sympathetic activity and that is why these yoga uh, the various other meditation practices helps you calm down your nerves people ask us saying that when i am in consultation when i am closely in discussion with these people who say that sir uh, how can i do uh, yoga at that point of time I'm not asking you to do any kind of asana or anything you know the reason uh, we say that do deep breathing is because it helps you calm your nerves and helps you reduce these stress levels which are being faced by that person and if you have seen any place when a person uh, is under stress what the first thing any person says deep breathly relax relax the reason why we say relax is because so that the person is in high stress and the threshold is cross the bar and he doesn't know how to discharge it breathing is one of that technique doing physical activities one of that technique yoga is one of that technique you know walking in uh, the open space is one of that technique for many people there is many answers some people like to listen music that calms them down some people likes to wash wash their face uh, you know once they are uh, agitated they go to washroom they put some water they wash their face that might be helping them relax so there are many answers to it but these are few certain things which i have seen most closely when i work with my clients and patients or when i consult these are the some tools which i uh, navigate them also one more thing which i have uh, understood is that writing down what's in your mind see you cannot feed every piece of information in your mind you need to also you know let out the thought processes the things which are staying in your mind and body for a long time you need to write them down and that is why it is very famously we see that people are asked to do journaling and journaling is one of a very beneficial aspect in knowing your thoughts in relaxing your mind and also knowing yourself much better and that's a very uh, fine tool which can be utilized by each person and uh, that is the thing which i would want to you know uh, tell people or educate people about stress and managing their stress levels and recently also i was uh, after covid hit india there has been a potential increase in stress levels uh, in concern with health in concern with financial stability all these things have uh, rose to uh, the n number and uh, they were saying about 60 to around 80 80 88% of indians are stressed because of the health concerns what they have and because of the workload what they have and that is why we say that you know during the morning hours do spend some certain amount of time for your health and that is what 
will change your lifestyle not just that your own body will be enhanced and will be in a position to perform much better right well said well said so uh, very very practical inputs for youngsters so uh, it's not that when you're stressed you do yoga uh, you do yoga on a regular routine basis and then you focus on your breathing that's what you're trying to say and there are so many other techniques you mentioned where you uh, one can realize that one is stressed and one can uh, just observe and uh, do observe their breathing as well and come out of that state very soon right good good thanks thanks for those inputs uh, doctor and uh, at what age should one adopt the practices that naturopathy prescribes what what age can one start okay usually uh, the way it should be incorporated is you go to a consultation you get a consultation with a naturopathy physician and what you need to discuss out your goals what are you looking what what is your main agenda why do you want to make a shift what was the thought or genesis of your thought which made you look some answers in what way and yoga and naturopathy being one of the beautiful ways to learn it can be incorporated at various stages of life also um, and as yoga is not just about asana and pranayama yoga also encapsulates ashtanga yoga uh, recently i was studying uh, that the mind is the one thing which will help you stay healthy and also for your life this one and then book i was reading and uh, it made sense to me because i went back to yoga sutra and the very definition the very second definition it says that yoga chitta vritti nirodha which means that yoga is the means to stop the fluctuation of our mind and i believe that yoga is the art and science of mental discipline now this helps you in keeping an alignment and as you further break down the lifestyle of ashtanga yoga when we say ashtanga yoga it encapsulates yama niyama asana pranayama pratyahara dharana dhyana and samadhi so these are the eight stages which uh, helps a person to live his throughout life and these can be incorporated as we say that humans need to have value system and this is something which adds value which gives you you know uh, in depth about health and not just that the answers which we are looking in our various lives from yoga sutra so that is one thing um what what age they should be incorporating well that is what you need to get a consultation you need to sit and discuss out with a person because that is how we will get to know but as of the uh, range is there we have seen uh, you know children also coming to naturopathy with their parents uh, teenagers coming with their parents so it is mainly introduced via parents at this point of time which i have broadly seen uh, most of them are not being taught or educated about it uh, i wasn't even bit, uh, before puc my pre university i was also not aware of something called as naturopathy and uh, today i do talk uh, at various places and uh, at colleges and say that the people say that i want to be a doctor but they are they don't have a clear idea of what doctor do they want to be and uh, they we need to uh, educate them that when you say you are going to be a doctor you are going to study medical science it is not just mbbs it's not just ayurveda it's not just homeopathy there are so many things in medical system or medical science what do you want to pick what values do align with you those things will help you understand and also answer your most of the questions 
as it did for me at least in my life when i read these yoga philosophies and yoga sutras and uh, the age as i said that can be uh, you know uh, learned through various means and also uh, through the awareness which we need to create more because that is how the more younger and younger people or younger generation or maybe of my generation will be aware because when we say that uh, most of the people come and ask me uh, what what kind of doctor are you i say i'm a naturopathy and yoga physician and uh, is it something like uh, equal to ayurveda or what is it so they are not aware that it's also a medical science which comes under uh, you know uh, you know rajiv gandhi university and many other medical boards and it is a proper full fledged five and a half years medical science which can be taught so this is how we need to it is about awareness and as and how the awareness spreads the younger and younger and the older generation will also accept it acknowledge it and start incorporating in their lifestyle nice very well said so i think if youngsters are looking at uh, naturopathy as a way of healing uh, then i think they can uh, directly approach and in case there are small young infants or i mean children or uh, maybe teenagers maybe the parents can take a decision on their behalf and take them to uh, naturopathy because i think what it is doing it's it's a more integrative approach in terms of uh, food habits daily habits mm-hmm. exercise and meditation all of that which i think the earlier one learns and incorporates in one's lives the better it is for them for the long term absolutely great nice nice so uh, another question last question to you is this you know so what would you suggest would be a kind of a dinacharya you know a routine a daily routine uh mm-hmm. suggested i mean i i don't mean like you know uh, you can't give a prescription to everyone uh, just Absolutely. in general if you were to suggest you know this can be a likely dinacharya for a young working it professional what would you say okay. that so uh what uh, what i tend to do is that i generally uh, as you said rightly that you cannot it is a, it's not a one fit size for everyone you need to sit down you need to discuss you need to consult a doctor or a naturopathy or yoga physician so that you have a broad understanding of the way the person's lifestyle is and then add to his lifestyle in and incorporate certain elements or certain practices so that he can slowly get back into track or also make him uh, or her uh, you know flourish in their health goals and that is what i would uh, firstly say that definitely consult is the first thing which if there is something if there is some uh, some way you want to know what kind of a lifestyle or habits you want to incorporate now when we broadly speak usually we tend to say that uh, i would be speaking in the terms of 9 to 5 probably that is the most ideal because i have seen people who are in nice night shift also and many other segments which i would not talk because you need i need to understand the person's whole uh, graphics so that i can speak something about but i would put a you know boundary by 9 to 5 that would uh, i would be speaking around in between that so what happens is that this whole cycle what i'm saying 9 to 5 before 9 to before morning 9 to evening 5 there is morning 5 to morning 9 o'clock am 5 am to 9 am is what the time which you need to spend for yourself it should be in your health it should be in your mental health and many other aspects of it and what kind of a food you eat and many other things that gives you a much more of an energy to run your 9 to 5 show if you want to run a 9 to 5 show in a very powerful and packed uh, place you need to follow the physical activity the right food habits doing meditation breathing practices 
from 5 a.m. to at least 9 a.m. in between that, which includes your breakfast, which includes your you eating fruits and nuts, all these things. And simple, simple uh, breaking down lifestyle habits that will help you because I say people that, you know, that uh, the moment when you got up, the preparation for your sleep starts and your sleep health is also so important. So make sure that the sleep cycle is also been taken care. And how do you take care of sleep cycles? Well, by eating the right amount of foods, uh, which help in producing melatonin and the food which are rich in tryptophan. These helps you in, you know, um, inducing these hormones in your body. And also sleeping at right time is more beneficial and essential. Uh, taking sun baths is more beneficial, especially during the early hours when as uh, in between 5, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. You, you can take the sun baths and evening is also fine. But do spend certain time in three major things. What I was reading is that what is the best and the most three important lifestyle changes one should incorporate from a book. And they happen to clearly say that it is physical activity, it is eating clean food and including intermittent fasting or, you know, uh, eat early. It's, it, it has been very publicized that intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting. And in ancient days, people used to have it before 6 p.m. because once the sun used to go down, there used to be entire darkness. There then uh, they did not have lamps. They did not have uh, street lights or something like that. And they didn't want to eat at the later part of the day. So it has been also incorporated from a long time, but people did not name it as a fasting or intermittent fasting. They just practiced it so that according to their lifestyle. Today we have a light at 24 bar 7 and we don't have any kind of uh, problem in uh, being awake and all these things. And that makes our body and mind not in alignment with our circadian rhythm, which changes the whole dynamics of our lifestyle. So the simple lifestyle, three things which I would definitely urge people to do is these things. Physical activity, eat clean food, fast at least once a week or fast, you know, uh, incorporate intermittent fasting and also correct your sleep hygiene. So these four things which uh, would much be uh, appropriate in changing your lifestyle majorly. Wow, that's very practical and very uh, beautiful inputs uh, for youngsters. So I think these uh, simple routines, if one were to follow, then uh, they would see so many uh, immediate differences in their health, in their daily condition, and uh, possibly uh, that will change their life and their quality of life and the quality of work that they do also forever. So thank you for those inputs, Dr. Anikit. Uh, we look forward to many more interactions with you in future as well. Uh, thank sure. you for your time. And it is always a pleasure interacting with you. Thank you. Same. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. These days, popping pills for chronic ailments have become the norm. The trend of over-medication and self-medication are getting far too alarming. Medications are supposed to help us, not hurt us. No amount of external intervention can help unless the body heals itself. Our body is known to be an abode of astonishing self-healing powers. 
the immune system of our body is sophisticated and the magical recovery ways of the body is much beyond the common man's comprehension. Holistic approach to health is becoming extremely relevant today. We need to empower our body's natural healing powers by adopting lifestyle changes for staying fit and healthy. And there should be minimum need for any medical intervention. Today's progressive wellness experts are working closely to ensure that focus is shifted decisively towards preventive healthcare so that people can enjoy the fruits of good health for longer. Chronic diseases and the so-called lifestyle diseases can be prevented and in most cases also reversed. We need to focus on educating and steering people towards an integrated approach to health and life and encourage them to make healthy lifestyle changes. Let's take responsibility to learn about our body and our health. On this channel, we'll be conversing with some amazing experts who are focused on optimal health, improved quality of life and general well-being for all concerned. More power to holistic health.